um, we treat everybody the same. Nobody yeah. is better than anyone. So I think that's important. Um, and that's why even employees from our competitors are coming. Our competitors may pay 50 more cents, let me yeah. tell you. But yeah. employees are coming to work with us. It's, it's remarkable what being nice, you know, trying to be nice actually, <laughs> it, it, that's not a negative in HR. I, I just, it's so weird that people think you gotta be, I don't know, what's your philosophy with that? Welcome to Real Leadership, the podcast that cuts through the noise to focus on leaders who make, move, and process things in the real economy. Together, we'll discover the strategies and hard-earned lessons from pragmatic, gutsy leaders who operate in a world that is more steak than it is sizzle. Right here, we dive into their stories, challenges, and triumphs to go beneath the surface to the very heart of leadership in the real economy. I'm your host, Jim Weaver, Chief Operating Officer of the Ona Group, where we believe that real leadership does indeed matter. Let's go. Today, we're thrilled to have a very special guest with us. It's Naisa Apricio Hernandez, the Chief Human Resource Officer of RJW Logistics Group, one of the top logistics companies in the United States of America. A proud native of Caracas, Venezuela, Naisa's impressive career spans two countries, both Venezuela and the U.S. Her leadership talents and iron will have elevated her to the top of her profession. Uh, as RJW Logistics has rapidly expanded, Naisa has earned a well-deserved reputation as a champion of building great culture and empowering others. That's something that comes across in, her, in the book that she co-authored too, Latinas Rising Up in HR, and through her community work as well. Naisa is also a member of the Latinas Rising Up in HR community and spoke at the 2022 Latinas Rising Up in HR Leadership Summit. She also serves on the Board of Governors for Latina Professionals. We're excited to have her on the podcast today to uh, share with you her inspiring story and insights. So without further ado, welcome, Nisa. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you for having me. That, that's, quite a, that's quite a resume there. Thank let's, you. Let's jump in, all right? Um, okay, so you are a proud native of Caracas, Venezuela. You get your bachelor's degree uh, from... Andreas Bellos Catholic University, you get out and you get your HR career rolling there in Venezuela first, right? Correct. Okay. And then about five years in, you moved to the U.S. So what was, uh, what was the story there? How'd you get to the USA? Yes. So my, my husband is an American citizen. He was born in Maryland, um, in Baltimore, Maryland. Okay. So he, um, we, we both of those had very successful careers in Venezuela. He works in IT. I work in HR. Um, and he received a very unique, um, offer to work in Chicago that he could not refuse. So that's how I came to the United States. Okay. So you get here and you, know, you have your bachelor's degree, you have a career going in HR. So you just smoothly slipped right into a, a HR job then, right? It's funny that you said that because everybody thought it was very smooth, right? I mean, you have your career in, in HR, you have a bachelor's degree, you can go ahead to 
you know, stay in final job. Yeah. It wasn't like that. It wasn't no. like that at all, Jim. No, it was very bad. I didn't know the language, anything about English. I didn't know how to say my name is nice. I didn't know how to say good morning. Um, so for me, it was very hard, you know, leaving my family, my my friends, um, the chain of culture. Yeah. Um, it, it was shock. It, it was a shock, right? My husband started working right the day, literally the day after we came. Yeah. My son, he was a six years old um, boy. He started as school right away, and I find myself by my, you know, I find myself alone at home without anything to do and unable to com even communicate with I, unable to even communicate yeah. with anybody um oh, i couldn't even watch tv because yeah. at that time you wow. know there were no bilingual channels they, they were no bilingual resources either so mm. um it was really hard i i, yeah. I cry every day for oh, six months it yeah, was, it was, it was lonely yeah i must have it been was very tough kind of isolated so what did you do? What what steps did you? How did you get things rolling? You're you're there. You're in a, a foreign foreign land. You don't speak the language. You don't know anybody. Yeah. You don't have a job. Like how did you get started? How did you get things rolling? And Jim, you know, if you if you haven't experienced that, you wouldn't understand. Right? It's mm -hmm. so hard. So a lot of people, especially um, my husband, coworkers, and and their wives, um, they were telling me all the time, you need to change careers. You need to get yourself working in whatever so you can start building a, a, a job a history. Yeah. yeah, a job history in, in United States. But I, I didn't I didn't want to. I didn't want I didn't want to be a babysitter. I didn't want to change careers. Um I've been in human resources since I'm 15. So so no, what I did was like, you know, I I um registered myself in a college and to study English. And then yeah. I started taking classes, you know, different kind of classes. I took classes of human resources classes to, you know, to compare, you know, the differences between my country and United States. But I also took cake decorating classes, which was- Cake decorating. I know. And, 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 and to be honest, I love to, to, cre to, to, to create those things. It was, yeah. it was very rewarding. And, and also, you know, get me to the next step right so what happened was i'm i'm a professional k decorator and um in the place where i took the classes called me one day and say we want you to teach other people how to decorate the cakes so wow. so so yeah i was um I was a teacher for two years at nights. Um, well, that's a I, good way to learn the language. It is. It, it, well, kind of, right? <laughs> it was very fun. I couldn't find words during my classes, and the students will say, you just say this, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I was handling my bag, decorating case, and, and the students will let me know how you say the words. And yeah. It, it, yeah. Was very, it was very nice. And then, believe it or not, those classes, took me to the next level, right? So um, I finally found a job in HR as an HR assistant okay. and I start from there. Facing sudden growth or limited by traditional financing? Momentum Capital Funding empowers businesses with real-time cash flow through AR Factoring. Get the funding you need and fuel your success. Visit MomentumCapitalFunding.com to learn more. I know you... Um you get into HR and, and it was, it was challenging progressing in HR. It was, uh, it and was. You, you mentioned to, earlier when we were talking a, uh, tell, tell the folks that the, the worst, the toughest criticism you ever, ever got uh, in your career. 
Yeah, so when I was HR assistant, I was applying for an internal position as an HR generalist. And a person that was in the very, very high in the organization, it wasn't the C-suit. Um, this person came to me and, and told me, told me, Naisa, you will never will be able to grow in, in, in HR in any organization. And the person, it seems it was serious. Mm -hmm. and, and, he, and the person said, and there's two reasons for that. First, your accent. There's no way that you can, you know, go to meetings, present metrics with that accent. Wow. <laughs> and then, and I think this one is, is the worst. The person said, um, you are too nice. You're, you, you won't get anywhere being mm. that nice. So, so for me, Jim, it, it, it was like, hmm. so this person is, is telling me that I need to find a person or taking classes to, to change my accent or to, to get rid of my accent. And on top of that, he's telling me to change my personality and deviate where, from where I am, what I am to get to the top in an organization. Yeah. So how'd you respond to that then? So. To be honest, Jim, and I didn't get the HR generalist position, just to let you know. I didn't so you were it. interviewing when, I, when they said I was this. interviewing. Okay, I, I was, was wondering if somebody just came up to you unsolicited. No, and, okay. it was in the middle of the interview. Oh, wow. It was in the middle of the interview. I was interviewing. Wow. I didn't get the position. I thought, I'm, I'm going to show this person that I'm able to do that, you know, with this accent and with my personality. I don't think I'm I'm nice. And, and Jim, that I work with Onin. In, in, in several markets and they can tell you if I'm nice or not. Um, but I, I, I think I am empathetic. I, ha I have always, always been, um, I listen to other people and I put myself in their shoes. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's what I do. Mm -hmm. well, put yourself in his shoes for a second. It was a, it was a guy that said that to you, right? Did I have that right? It was a lady. Okay. It was a lady. Okay. Put yourself in her shoes. What do you think? I always wonder what people are thinking when they say things like that. What do you think her motivation was? Why Why be that, I don't know, that so, judge and jury with so something like that? Honestly, I think it was envy. Envy? Yes. Hmm. Yes. So, so, so this is what happened. Um, so that person um, was released from the organization. Uh. You know, several years after it wasn't. It wasn't immediately. It yeah. was like couple. I think it was three years after, yeah. and I got that position. You got that position. I got that position. So, <laughs> so that's awesome. <laughs> so honestly, I think it. It was jealousy. I think, mm. you know, it. In, and again, you as a leader. The, the the most important thing that you as a leader can do is making sure that the person that are under you are learning and then growing with you. You yeah. don't want to step on anyone. Yeah. So um, I don't think she was a good leader, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I agree with you. So what is it about you? Yeah. You know, so you you took that and you sort of used it as fuel. Um, absolutely that's right? exactly what it was absolutely yeah. absolutely i i have to thank her because probably if she wouldn't say that i wouldn't be what i am yeah what do you think what do you think that comes from with you like is that um is it something you learned from uh, a parent or is it something uh that was you were born with or you just learned over time where where does that come from you think 
I think I think it's a combination of both, Jim. I think you know. I think it is in me. I think I'm you know I'm always a pos a positive person. Mm -hmm. I you know I I change negative to to positive. I like to do that. Um um I believe in the power of mind, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But also, but oh, I didn't know that I had it. I didn't know that I had it in me. So I think mm -hmm. you know hair comments and that vibe that the negative vibe that i received from that conversation it makes me to to realize what i had it in me mm. that's exactly what it was mm. it's, it's amazing right it's, it's weird yeah. how how you how the how we work did that happen immediately was that an immediate response or did you were you knocked down for a day and then you it kind of rose up in you or no i was angry right away <laughs> I yeah. was angry right okay. away, wow. and and then I think that feeling was was what fueled me, right? What I was yeah. like, yeah, I'm gonna show here, and I'm gonna show everyone what I can, what I'm able to do. Yeah. Recruiting top talent is tough. Own and Staffing focuses on people, offering exceptional benefits to attract and retain dedicated workers. Partner with us for flexible, data-driven solutions. Visit ownandstaffing.com to learn more. Okay, so you did get your HR career rolling. Um, you're overcoming the language barrier. You're you're overcoming the you know uh, barrier of, of well you you kind of <laughs> you speak English way better than I speak Spanish. Let me tell you. <laughs> um, so you overcome the HR barrier, you know, a new country, and then you had another really unexpected setback, right? Tell tell us, you mind sharing that? I I don't mind. Um, so yes, so I was already, you know, HR manager at uh, this organization. I, I I was very busy. Monday, it was a Monday morning. We were in middle of payroll. I have an interview with an HR assistant that day that I need to hire, and um. And I wake up that morning with a numbing sensation in my face and in my arm. Um, but as the day progressed, and I didn't listen to it. Most of the people, we don't listen to our bodies. We're like, oh, probably yeah, asleep right. on that side. It, we, just, yeah. it, we shouldn't be like that. Um, so I, I went to work and then it started becoming worse. So my, my, my face was almost paralyzed, you know, and oh, I couldn't feel my, I couldn't feel my arm. It was, it, it wasn't a, a nice sensation. So the director of operations at that time, what is still very good friends, um, he took me to the emergency room. He was like, you're probably having a heart attack. My dad had a, a stroke um, three months before that. So they took me to emergency room. And unfortunately, I was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis or MS. Oh, my goodness. So for people that don't know, MS is... Um, um, it is this condition where your body kills your own cells because it thinks that they are bad cells. So wow. my husband said that is the condition perfect for me, right? Instead, my body separating <laughs> what cells are good <laughs> and what cells are not. Oh, let's, kill every, let's kill everything. Yeah. Uh, but it was it was devastating, unfortunately. Um, my my youngest one was three years old, and and you know it, it's hard to think about the future, what is going to happen, you know, why me? Um, yeah. The doctor told me at the time that I had so many lesions in my brain, in my in my spine cord, that I, I wouldn't walk in four years. Wow. 
Mm -hmm. So, but again, Jim, exactly like those comments of that person, you know, made me yeah. to get better. That's exactly what happened when the doctor said, you're mm -hmm. going to be bedridden in five years, right? I was wow. like, mm, let's see. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. So, um, I did it. I did it again. I, I'm, I'm just every day. I'm like, you know, I may have MS. MS doesn't have me. Mm. Um, mm. I, I change the negative to positive. I rise above thought. Yeah. And I definitely believe in the power of mind. Yeah. Yeah. You put your money where your mouth is too. Um, how do you practically, how do you find good? in something like that and actually i'm grateful that i have that and nothing in oh. no something worse right mm. so um i it, and i'm very honest i'm very honest when i say thank goodness is this and it's not um a, a four-stage cancer that i cannot do anything mm. about it mm -hmm. or or something or or you know or, or i i think a lot thank goodness is me and no one of my kids yeah. so um, so, because I can, I can manage. I I can handle it. Um, so I'm grateful that happened when when there's treatments that can delay um, disability. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm grateful that I'm able to get those treatments. Right. Yeah. Because not everybody can. Um, so that's that's what I see the positive mm -hmm. every day. Like I'm very grateful that that uh, that I'm in a country where the medications are available mm, if yeah. this would happen in my country jim who knows what happened right there's yeah. no medications available there's you know the 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 health um industry is collapsed mm. so that's all the positive things yeah 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 well it, it's it's interesting i read um we're going to talk about the book that you co-authored but i read about that in that book and we've we've met before and I, I brought it up to people who know you and nobody, nobody knew. Nobody knows. And the only, because this is not something that you are telling everyone, right? The only reason that I agreed to wrote it in the, to, in the book was because the book was, we made the book to raise money for girls that do they have the resources to study yeah. HR. Yeah. So yeah. that was the only reason that I agreed to do it. Yeah. Well, I think um, it really is inspirational. Thank you. You know, and, and people see someone like you, you know, at the top of, of you know, your organization and, and in HR and you're, you're a leader and you're inclined to think perhaps you're, maybe you, you don't struggle. You haven't struggled. You know, you see somebody, but... It, it is really it's it's inspirational you you've come you've overcome so much it's uh thank it, you it's, it's great to share it really thank you so much jim and i have agreed agreed to agree with you people think they don't know right people don't know what is happening in other people's life that's why you have to have empathy and that's why you have to listen to other people because life happens to everybody nobody is you know exempt i think i was a bumper sticker it said um be nice. Everyone around you is in the fight for their life. 
And it's true. It Everybody's fighting a battle that you don't know about it. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Understanding your local labor market is crucial for successful recruitment. Odin Staffing's Recruitment Strategy Guide provides insights specific to your geographical location and positions you're hiring for. Our Recruitment Strategy Guide delivers a clear snapshot of your labor market and actionable intel to tackle market-specific challenges. With Onan's expertise, we help you navigate and win in your competitive landscape. Empower your recruiting process and the insights you need. Learn more about Onan's Recruiting Strategy Guide at onanstaffing.com forward slash strategy. Okay, so you are, um, you are, you're, you're leading uh, your organization um, in, in, you're the chief human resource officer. And, you know, as a leader, especially a, a people leader, mm -hmm. um, you, you got to, you set the tone for um, energy and positivity like leaders set the tone right so how do you do you have any anything you do to make sure you're staying positive consistently I, I do a lot of things and probably you too Jim right when when we have this kind of position that is so hard every day you know we we deal with so different situations and challenges and and things every day especially when when you work with people every day is different so so I do things for myself, you know, I, I read books, I read a lot of books, I'm reading all the time, I do exercises, um, yeah. but and again, you have a healthy, a healthy diet, but the most important thing is, you know, as the same thing that you have a healthy diet, you have to, to feed your mind with the healthy mm. kind of information, right? So, so I, I try to keep, you know, Everything that I read, it has to be positive. It has uh, to be, yeah. you know, in the in the positive tone. I don't read any kind of things that will make me sad or or depressed because I have already things that I can make me depressed. I don't need extra. The world is full of it, right? So <laughs> I yeah, know just the choose. news. Just yeah. the news is they're yeah. terrible. So I don't watch the news. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Um, you are you touched on this. You're you're very you're you're volunteer work or you're you're serving on boards you're involved in this uh in the latinas rising up in hr community um why why are you so involved in that what what is the motivation for um that level of involvement in that well i think it's my own experience jim it, it's been you know and i am very grateful um of rjw the company that i work because they've been very um maybe they embrace my my myself and my accent and and in my work from the very beginning but not all the companies would would have a, a female latina in their board right mm. it, it, but you don't you don't see it and you see like we have like this ceiling that we cannot that is difficult to get sure. over. So that's what I did. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm so involved. But it's not only with Latinas. I, I know it says Latinas, but we're really helping all women yeah. across the United States, everybody from all races. Yeah. So um, that's what I'm so involved. And I'm, I'm really, really involved. In, every, yeah. in all this stuff, yeah. Uh, tell, tell us about this book. So, um, the Latinas Rising Up in HR, we're actually putting it in the Onan Library, so folks oh, in our organization can check it out. Thank you. Um, but tell, tell us about the book and, and your part in it. 
Yes, of course. So um, um, my my friend, she's a very dear friend, Priscilla Wasso, put together 20 um, women across the United States. And she interviewed every one of us to make sure that it was person um, in the in high positions in human resources. Mm -hmm. And what she wanted to show to everyone was exactly that that we were talking earlier, that we are in this position, but it was not easy to be in this position. So, so in the book, you're going to read um, from from other the other ladies that had to overcome challenges, economic, family problems. Um, you know, not everybody came, not everybody had the same resources, right? Not yeah. everybody starting this with the same background. So, so she put together all these twenty ladies mm -hmm. that can give you, you know a picture of how hard it is from people that come from another country or um, daughters of immigrants, mm -hmm. how hard it was for all of them. Yeah. And, and all of them are, you know, professional, um, very successful ladies in human resources. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 I enjoyed reading your story for sure. Was, Thank uh, you. Even the, uh, dude, even as a dude, I enjoyed the story. So we have a lot of dudes that <laughs> said that. <laughs> <laughs> So looking back, you know, um, looking back at when you were, you know, in your, your mid twenties, maybe 30 years old, uh, now the perspective that you have, what advice would you give your, your younger self knowing what you know now? Yeah. So one of the things that I, I would love, um, somebody told me at that time was do not kill yourself trying to be perfect. Hmm. Right. I, I, you know, I, try to be, I strive for perfection all the time. I still do because yeah. that's my personality. But the difference is um, if I get a mistake right now, I just own my mistake and move over. I wish I was doing that in my in my early 30s, right? Or in my 20s. Because what was happening was every time that I had a mistake, that would be devastating. I mm. would get angry. I would, it will... It will affect my daily relationships, you know, my work. I will be over and over and over thinking about that. And all, we are all humans. So we are going to, we're going to get errors. We're going to get mistakes. That doesn't mean that I don't, I don't strive for perfection. I still do yeah. because that's my personality. But, but now I don't, I own my mistakes. I fix them. I move on. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I heard it said, um, Perfectionism is the enemy of excellence. I, I agree one hundred percent. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, um, I was reading. Um, our, so RJW, now you guys are really growing. Oh my goodness! Uh, your team is growing rapidly. You've got <laughs> what? Understand? Yeah. Yes, we are growing. Yeah, we what, are you, about twenty five hundred employees now. Yes, or, yes. Yeah. And when I started six years ago, with it was only two hundred fifty. Wow. I read um, an article uh, that your CEO, uh, Kevin Williamson, uh, he was given kind of state of uh, state of the company. And he said that RJW, this is in 2022. He said RJW really didn't have a problem with um, with uh, hiring. 
in no. 2022. <laughs> no. Did he say why? <laughs> oh, well, no. And that's what I was going to ask you. I, that's, that's, unu- that's unusual. Most it companies- is unusual. And, and Jim, you know, and we, and we, I think everybody can agree with me that um, COVID-19 pandemic was uh, was a very difficult time, right? It yeah. was difficult for a lot of companies, a lot of industries. For us, it was the best thing ever. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So our, our business grew so much during the pandemic. And we have so many people available for work because they lose their job in other industries mm-hmm. that it was very easy for us to hire um, a lot of people. We doubled our size during yeah. 2020. Um, we are still very successful in hiring it's because of our pay rates. We're okay. above the market where we are. Yeah. We yeah. hope to be above the market in the new markets, but we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is pay the only thing? No, no, absolutely no. Because absolutely no. Um, the culture that we have. There's money that, yeah, there's, there's a lot of companies that'll throw money and they still can't get it. And there's a lot, and there's some people that will leave for 50 cents. Right. But, but, but the culture is very important, right? I think um, each of our facilities has set up the RJW culture. Uh, we care about our, of our employees. Um, we care about our vendors. I I think my vendors are uh, an extension of my department. So when we have this relationship, everything flo- flows every every perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. Perfectly like I like, right? Mm-hmm. So so we treat everybody, we, t- we treat our temporary workers as full-time employees, exactly like we treat our full-time employees. They have the same opportunities, they have they have they are invited to events. Um we treat everybody the same. Nobody yeah. is better than anyone. So I think that's important. Um and that's why even employees from our competitors are coming. Our competitors may pay 50 more cents, let me yeah. tell you. But yeah. employees are coming to work with us. It's it's remarkable what being nice, you know, trying to be nice actually, <laughs> it, it, that's not a negative in HR. I, I just, it's so weird that people think you got to be, I don't know, what's your philosophy with that? How, how has that I, evolved? And, and again, um, I don't understand what, I, I, I don't even know if there's people out there that feel that you have to be rough or tough or or difficult. I don't know what is the word to be successful. Um, you know, I have I have a I have 21, 21 employees in my team in my HR team. Wow. wow. Yeah, it's a, it's a big um, yeah. department and it's it's growing. We're we're having two more because the, we we're building we're opening two more facilities. Hmm. So. And and I can tell you, these these people are amazing. They they work together. It's a good team. Um, no drama. They they help each other. I don't have to worry about them. They they're amazing. Um, and again, Jim, I wouldn't be the professional I am without them. So yeah. when I hire them, I make sure that I I bring the best people to report me because they're making what I am. Yeah. Yeah. Land top technical and professional talent with Focus. Focus specializes in direct hire and contract placements, connecting you to exceptional candidates in IT, engineering, management, and more. 
elevate your team with focus. Visit getinfocus.com. What's a characteristic that you wish could you could instill in every employee? I would say, Jim, the ability to adjust. Mm. Yeah, because because again, right? What I would be if I don't adjust to my new challenges, right? If I didn't adjust to a new country, a new culture, a new language, a new condition. Yeah. You know, you have you have to have the ability to adjust to everything that the life is, you know, sending you. So for an employee, we are in a, in this environment that is changing constantly in changes, yeah. constantly, Jim, right? Yeah. We you know, political changes, economic changes, um pandemics. You know, pandemics, <laughs> suddenly pandemics. So you have to adjust to all these changes in order to grow. You cannot you cannot keep yourself in the past you cannot right. keep yourself still you have mm. to keep moving in a in adjust and that's yeah. what i think what do you say to people who I, I i know there are some people that really struggle with that i know um they don't like changes right have you have you <laughs> have you figured out how to kind of unlock the the openness to change with people because there's some really great people you know and you know like Boy, if, if you could just be a little more flexible, it would just I, open I, up for you. I know. It, it is hard. You know, change management is absolutely one of the hardest part of the human resources, um, yeah. you know, fields. Um, so what we do in RJW, what I what I do in RJW, every time that we make a change, and we make several changes, it, it's changing every, every day, um, is involved employees in the changes. Yeah. The okay. more the more that you involve them in everything, the more open they are for the changes. So instead of telling them, starting today, this is how it's gonna work, just start telling them, what do you think if we do this? What are your input if you do this? And then you might even change some things to, you know, there's some good ideas out there. There's some great ideas in the warehouse. Yeah. So, so we send we send surveys every three months. We want to hear from our people. We we hear them. I I, I read all the two thousand five hundred um, surveys. I'm making sure that that we are listening them and we are we are adjusting as well. The more that you involve people, the more open they are for the changes. Yeah. What is your what is your niche? Uh, who is your customer? Um, you know why why do your customers choose you? Because what we do, but we are the best in what we do because we were pioneer in what we do. Okay. So, so what we do, no one was doing it when we started doing it. So we hit hard and first. So I think that's mm. what what set us apart. There's the competitors start copying it while we are doing it. They're not there. They're mm. not even close. What is it that you, what is it, just for the <laughs> listeners, what is your, what is that niche to find that? What is our business? Logistics, <laughs> logistics is so big. Yeah, you it's, know, so it's, it's, it's not spot? a normal logistics. In, in my background is in e-commerce. So mm -hmm. honestly, when I came to, to RJW, it took me 
about a year to understand what we do over here because it's completely different. Mm. It's not it's not a regular um, two PL, you know, or three PL company, yeah. right? right? It's not. So so what we do is we um, we work with the clients of big retailers in the United States, and we mm -hmm. offer them a solution to deal with the big retailers. Okay. It's more complicated yeah. than that, but oh, yeah. you got it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I, I just want people to understand what you do, and and uh, I think the folks listening, hopefully, they'll be like, oh, I, I like her. Maybe I want to go work over there. So that's kind of the <laughs> angle here. Um, well, nice. It's it's really been a been a pleasure. Um, you, we appreciate. Yeah, yeah, and it's what a great story. And uh, so if we'll put some. Um, links in the show notes but if if somebody wants to find out more about rjw or uh latinas rising up in hr how can they do that yes so latinas rising up in hr has a, a facebook group and a linking group and in a private group that everybody can join us we have um a lot of mentorship programs and we do we have also um internship programs yeah. that that are paid for all oh, the Latinas cool. that want I know. And RJW, um, the our website, rjwgroup.com, they have all the information that you need and everybody needs. Okay. Very good. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Jim. Until it's next time. It's been a time. pleasure. Yes. Talk to you right. later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. This podcast was powered by Onan, a family of staffing companies providing real staffing solutions to manufacturing, logistics, and food processing companies across the United States of America. To get in touch or learn more about partnering with an Onan Group company, visit us at www.onangroup.com. We'll see you next time.